Hey, Suns fans, Justin from Fanning the Flames here. On this pod, we change things up just a little bit as Fanning the Flames, the Suns Solar Panel, and Suns Jam Session all get together to bring you a megapod. Not only do the pods come together, but we also bring in, via a gigantic Zoom call, dozens of Suns fans to participate as well. Now, I'll say bear with us. At the very beginning, we get some background noise. We get that squared away, and it comes out nice and clear for the rest of it, and hopefully... You guys enjoy listening to this as much as we all enjoyed putting it together. Okay, so I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hop in first and start off, and then, John, you can take over. I want to thank all – how many people do we have? Like 20, 28, 28 right now. Right now. 28 people for joining us here. This for is a this record, book. by the way. I almost removed somebody. To all 28 people so far. We'll get more in and out. You know, fanning the flames, in case you forget who we are, you see behind me. We started as a podcast that was for the fans, by the fans. So it seems to make sense that we just get as many freaking fans as we can together in a podcast and let them all be part of it, right? So that said, John, Dave, whoever wants to take over, go ahead so I can let more people in. <laughs> sure, I'll talk yep, for a okay, little so bit. This is a no, no, Dave, you, you wait. You, <laughs> okay, you, you wait, go, Dave. Go. I'll talk a little bit, okay? All right. Go so welcome, it. ladies and gentlemen, to the Fanning the Solar Jam session. Brought to you by the Bright Side <laughs> of the Sun Podcast Network. We are super excited great. on this amazing day here in NBA history, June 4th, when we finally know that we are going to have NBA basketball occur once again for all of us. Can we get a round of applause for that? And the Suns get to play. The Suns get to play, okay? So unless you've been living under a rock for the past 12 hours, you'll know that we have eight games that are going to start on July 31st. And we thought it'd be fun to get all of the different Suns fans together and just talk about a few different things pertaining to uh, our odds on actually making the playoffs, what do we think about coming back, and, and what our expectations are for that team. So, so without further ado, I'm going to pass it over to Mr. Dave King. Hey, well, hey there, hi there, ho there, everybody. I look like I'm in the middle of the day and everyone else is recording at night. I like that. I got all my lights on. I got to look as young as possible. Um, <laughs> There's filters for that. You keep, <laughs> keep, keep keep trying, Dave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I got to keep trying. Well, thank you all for getting on here. Um, I think what we're, we want to do is we want everybody to participate. So we've got some questions. I got to find them. If I don't didn't lose them, oh, I think I might have lost them. I got them, Dave. You got them? Yeah, I'll screen. We got some questions. Here we go. Uh, we're going to go around the horn, and I'll call you out by name. But then again, I I think you have to be unmuted, don't you? By or is everybody unmuted, Justin? Everybody should be able to unmute themselves. If you can't and Dave calls you, we'll figure it out. Let me, let me try right. a little test here. All right. So you're going to predict the Suns' record in eight games. Now, let's, let's set the stage here. Stay in the stage. There's a 22-team tournament that's going to Orlando. The Suns are the worst of the, have the worst chance of winning the finals of all 22 teams. That's because... They, um, the Suns are 13th in the West out of 15 teams, but they get to go. They're probably there just to be the doormat for all the playoff teams to play to warm up. I'm not really sure yet. But with luck, the Suns can surprise everybody and kick some ass. And um, they'll actually be able to play as a fully healthy team for the first time all year. How many games? Raise your hand in the shape of the number. How many games have the Suns played their entire roster together this year? Oh, it's like 
Zero. Zero. There hasn't been a single game. They had their entire rotation. Okay, I'm thinking of like the, you know, like the, um, like our five stars. I don't know. Yeah, no. Um, even the first month they were without Cam Johnson and and Ty Jerome, and then one game after one game they're without DeAndre Ayton and so on and so forth. You all remember that? That felt like five years ago, but it was only five months ago. So you guys are going to predict what the Suns' record is going to be after eight games of playing only playoff-level teams and teams that are better than them? What's Booker's um, shooting percentage? Let's go with three-point shooting percentage for Booker. And who's going to be the Suns' best player in Orlando? So it's eight-game record, Booker's shooting percentage, and who's the team MVP? We're going to start – wait, we're going to start. I'm going to go around the horn. I'll call names. We are going to start with Truman Satterwhite. Well, I think I think they got a pretty good chance of going like six and two, maybe five and three. Like prediction, more likely they'll probably go like four and four. I think Booker probably drops like a thirty-six percent three-point shooting because you know he's he's very efficient. So I think that's about where I can see him going. And I think DeAndre Ayton's going to ball out when we get there because I think. He was starting to come into his own, and you know, as long as he's not, you know, taking more diuretics, ready, you know, go. <laughs> yeah, as long as somebody watches everything he puts in his mouth um, for the two weeks or at least before the start of the training camp, right? Yeah, I hope they got somebody watching him. Jesus, yeah, no kidding. All right, so you got you got the six and two or five and three record. You got 36%, and you got DeAndre Aiden. Daniel Duarte, you are up. What do you got? Hey, Dan, hold on, hold on. Hey, hold on. Before you go, before you go, I'm sorry. I'm going to do this. I, I'm hearing so much background noise because we have so many awesome people here. I'm just going to mute everybody, and I'll go through and I'll unmute people. Is that cool? That's yeah. cool. Well, now it's quiet. dead quiet. Now and go. It's so awkward. quiet now, isn't it? <laughs> All right, Daniel is up next. You got to unmute Daniel. I, I did. This is his problem. Unmute yourself, Daniel. Uh, I'm going to say six and two, 42% for Book. And the, again, DeAndre Drayton's going to be the best player in uh, Orlando. Man, this is I bet you going to have 44 wins and take my seat on paying the flames. Well, I mean, <laughs> let's, 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 be, let's be honest. Had all the BS not happened i probably would not to mention you know the suns lost five games to the pistons the warriors and the hawks oh man five of their losses Brutal. to those three sorry teams for one and well at least they don't have to play sorry teams. you have your own podcast that's true that's yeah <laughs> hey coast the coast to coast podcast first episode is going to drop this weekend by the way um, looking forward to it it'll happen so Another thing, just, just seven quick. hours long. <laughs> God, I hope not. If they're as long as our as our phone conversations, maybe. Um, but yeah, you know what? It's DeAndre is going to ball out. Um, I completely agree with that. And if I said this on Twitter earlier, I think Luca, I think Zion and Embiid are going to come back fat and out of shape. I mean, it's. And there's some that, guys that, who are going to be really fat and out of shape. I'm guessing. Oh, absolutely. And not to mention, you know, everybody wants to talk about the Suns' strength of schedule. 
you got to remember that all these teams aren't going to be playing their, their players, you know, 35 minutes a game, especially the ones that are already in the playoffs. I think they're going to be doing a lot of you know, load management, I guess you could say. Um, so I think, I mean, I think the Suns have a solid chance. I really think they can pull off six and two. I mean, maybe even seven and one. Mm. You know, it's, it's scary. The Suns have to go. Uh, they have to win three more games than every other team in their race, mm-hmm. their five-team race to get to, you know, ninth even and uh, possibly eighth. I mean, there's only eight games to play, and they have to win three more than anybody else, but maybe they can do it. They're 100,000 to one odds to make the playoffs. <laughs> They're the worst odds to make the playoffs. Put 10 bucks down. Hey, you know what? Yeah, put 10 bucks down, baby. time for Vegas to reopen, man. Their yes, odds Vegas are better than Golden State. Amen. Amen. <laughs> All right. All right. Hey, let's, let's – and, and, you know, I think Derek brings up a good point in the chat here. This is – it'll be like, like solar panel, like we're talking about chat during the podcast. <clears throat> Ooh. Saying yeah, signs of a young team playing chat, down, yeah. playing to the competition, up or down. The Suns do that all the time. So mm-hmm. – all right, Dan, thanks. Dave, who's next? All right, who we got next? We got Scott Coleman next. Oh, he just turned off his mic or camera. There, nope, so there he is. No, he's back. He's back. Scott Coleman, you are on. All right. Well, I'm not going to guess Booker's three-point percentage because that – I don't – who knows? What does what, what go like Chris Hansen and say like 25% or something? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and then, well, uh, he's not going to make more than six threes in any game. We know that. We know that for sure, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'll go conservative. Say they win four games and uh, Ubre doesn't come back, so that impacts our roster. All right, and who's going to be the best player? Probably uh, Mikael Bridges. Oh, there you go. All right, next we got KP. How you doing, KP? You guys are like dual unmuting. You there? All right, I think I'm unmuted now. There you go. All right, I. I'm good. Um, I wish I could say we're going to do really well, but I'm going to say 4-4. Four and, four, and I would be, like, super happy if we did 4-4. Four and four, but Against I, all playoff-level teams? Yeah. <laughs> I think that that is, like, I'm a super optimistic fan, and that's my optimistic prediction. Um, I think that Booker usually shoots, like, 35 or 36% and maybe he's going to be a little bit below that. So I'll say 32%. And (laughs) I'm going to go with Bridget. You are a super optimistic realist. Bridget is young (laughs) and he is feisty and he is not going to be fat and out of shape. No, (laughs) he might be one of the few. That's right. (laughs) He'll never be fat. (laughs) <laughs> if he ever gets fat we're in big trouble yeah. <laughs> all right let's see who we got next we got boyd crawley all right boyd let's do the, the okay can you guys hear me yeah yep. we can it's top of the morning to you down under hey how's it going guys <laughs> hey it's great to be on thanks I, for um, coming I actually, on i actually I actually ducked home early from work, so um, I'm I'm being a little bit covert. Is that why you're hiding in the garage? Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. I'm actually actually in about uh, 40 minutes. I need to go out and pick my kids up from school. So, so yeah. But um, oh, so Booker is going to step up big time. He's not going to be the best. 
on the team. Um, I think he comes in, you know, when he started off the season and he, and he, he was really stroking that three really well and he had <clears throat> ridiculous um, uh, uh, percentage. So I reckon he'll yeah. be around about 40, 42% mark. Um, it's only it's only eight games, so I think um, you know, there's going to be a lot of emotion in it, and I think he's just going to I think he's just going to light it up. And I think um, I think the guy that's going to to um, turn that corner is Aiton. I think he's going to um, I think he's going to flip that switch and just just be a monster. Like we've seen the defensive side with him pick up, um, and I think he's just going to, he's going to put it all together. But I think he's he's going to be that that real beast in the middle that we've all been wanting. So I think Aiton's going to be the big standout guy. Sneaky Macau Bridges, um, the same as what uh, Scott was saying. I think he's going to do all them little things that don't really get uh, a lot of publicity, but I think he'll be, he'll be, he'll, he'll probably be the overall best player. But um, yeah. And the record I'm thinking, I'm thinking, um, well, the dinky die fan wants to say <laughs> eight nil, but I'll go with, I'll go with six, two. <laughs> Six, six two. and two. Six and two. Hmm. I love the oh, optimism. This is we are all so optimistic. We always are, though, right? Yeah. We always you, are. You have to be. I mean, yeah. what, wouldn't we be the worst pod in the world if everybody guesses one and seven and oh and eight? I mean, Jesus. <laughs> are the podcast Terrible optimism. Fans. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> is our friend. We do not let it die, no matter how much I try. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's uh, yeah, Paul, Justin always has to balance you out, man. No, I'm balancing him out. Okay, we'll call it. We'll, we'll say <laughs> that. Trying to give sure. us some respectability. <laughs> Keep trying. All right, man. Just next like, up, like we Dave's got youth. failing miserably. We got John, a Florida Suns fan. Gotta mute myself first. There How's it going, are. everyone? <laughs> Great. How, How are you doing? Doing awesome. This is an amazing day for me in particular. I don't know how many of you were on the last Zoom call, but. I actually work at Walt Disney World, so this is the coolest thing ever in my life. Um, oh, that's awesome, man. Nice. Yeah, so uh, I'm on furlough right now, unfortunately. Uh, hopefully, they'll bring me are, back. Are you gonna, have you heard anything about the the NBA coming in and stuff? Not yet, no. It's, uh, until it's a, a done deal, done deal, as far as like where they're staying, stuff like that. Uh, I'm on ma- a front desk manager in one of the resorts, so hopefully they'll bring me back in some capacity. Can you freaking but imagine gonna... if you were like in the middle of that? That'd be awesome. It's crazy, yeah. Um, I was a ball boy for the Suns for a couple of years, but it would be very cool to be, you know, back around a team like that. So, but anyway, um, I digress. Um, the the optimist in me wants to say that every single one of these games is winnable. I mean, we have beaten these teams um, at some point, so I would love to say that we're going to go, you know, seven and one here. But uh, the realist in me is going to say four and four uh, for Booker's three point shooting. I mean, I, I think he's going to stay about where he's at. Um, I maybe get up to 40. I would love to see that for the last few games. But um, but then the, my pick for best player during the stretch, I think with the operating under the belief that Ubery is going to be out, I think Mikhail Bridges has a great opportunity to, you know, step in, get those minutes. His his big problem for me has always been his his the, the way he's timid on offense. And I think, you know, being in an arena without any fans, maybe that'll, that'll help that. So I think this is his chance to, to really break out. So. Here, here. All right, there we go. Yeah. You're here. All right, let's see. Thank you very much, John. Good luck getting in, getting involved in that, or at least seeing. Because you I will know, do my best. you know, the players are not going to stay in their little bubble. You're going to see players walking around, yeah. coughing maybe, but they'll be walking around. <laughs> right. yeah. We got Christian Rosado next. Same stuff. 
How's it going, go. everybody? Great. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. Big fan of the show, guys. All of them. Thank you. Thank you, sir. All right. All right. So, what do you got for their record? All right. So they're gonna go. I'm gonna go with five and three. Five and three. They're gonna lose a couple close ones. They're gonna keep it interesting until the end, but just not enough to make it. Um, it's I'm not the go Suns with... if they don't lose a couple of heartbreakers, huh? Amen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but we'll all be excited for next season. For sure. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, the next, I, I think Rubio is going to summon his inner Nash and be the best player of the tournament. He's we'll got a impressed. lot of rest, so that can help. <laughs> and lastly, I'm going to go with about a 38% hmm. for Book. God, wouldn't it be awesome if you went back to the 50% version that we had for a month? Let's do that. Then he Let's might make do all that NBA. indeed. He'll he'll start off that way. The first four games will be fifty percent, but then the last four he'll oh, drop man. down to about twenty-five. <laughs> Heartbreaker. <laughs> <laughs> One for eleven. Great. All right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Thank you, Christian. Uh, let's move on to Jason Asher. Yes, sir. So I don't want to be unrealistic or anything. I'm going to go ahead and say the Suns are going to go 8-0. 8-0! <laughs> yes. No. yes, I was waiting for it. There Absolutely. It is. it is a gift that they're there, and they're going to make the most of it. They're playing the Dallas Mavericks twice. We're going to smoke Luka. Twice, yo. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's going to happen. If you look at, actually, if you look at the schedules for the teams above the Suns and the standings, you'll see that a lot of the teams play each other twice. If you look at it, it, it's really the way it is. And so there's an opportunity for the Suns to move up. It's a long shot, but, I mean, I can see it. I mean, if it all follows in the right way, if the team plays like they did to start the season, I mean, they were strong to start the season. It may not happen. I don't know. But there's a chance. The Suns got a way in if Aiden plays strong, if Baines is playing like he was and he's making those three-pointers, if Rubio – Whoever just said it, Rubio is the key to the whole deal. Rubio is the dude, man. If that guy's hitting three-pointers, if that guy's making the passes, if that guy's healthy and he's got energy, man. We know Booker's going to make it. Look, Booker's going to hit 40, 42% of his three. That dude is going to come in hard. The reason why the Suns are there is because of Booker, because he's an all-star now, right? Suns are getting respect. Booker's coming strong. This is it for him. Like, what else is there? Like, this is it for Booker. He's got nothing else. He's going to come in so hard. It's all about Rubio. I'm out. I like Dude. it. I like it. Yeah, awesome. I believe you. The first eight, no. I'm, with, I'm inspired. I'm, I'm inspired now. now. Let's do this thing. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah, we got to wait till July 31st, right? Jeez. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was awesome. Good job, Jason. Let's go right now. Paul, by All the right, way, you're fired. Up. Oh, he's gone. Good. Even better. <laughs> <laughs> next up, we got Love Always. Hey, thanks for joining us. You got to unmute. There we go. Uh, hi. <laughs> hi there. Hey. Okay, so honestly, first I have questions. Is that okay to ask you questions? Yes. Okay. I mean, yeah, so of course, you got to break from the <laughs> What's their schedule look like, first of all? 
Uh, so the early rumor is that these are good questions. Thank you, because we didn't take much time on setup. The early rumors that they're supposed to play as close to their next eight games as possible. Yeah. So that had a couple of Dallas games in there. It had all playoff level teams. <sighs> okay. See, this is why I'm so sorry. I don't know what the next game, eight games are. I haven't looked at anything in so long. So just throw a few, few teams out there so I can. All right. All right. Here's, here's what I believe the schedule is going to be. Assuming that they just play the next games in their schedule minus teams that are not going to be in Orlando. They okay. would have the Mavs, the Clips, the Mavs again, Pacers, Wizards, Sixers, Heat, and Thunder. Okay, so the Mavs, the Clips, the Mavs, the Pacers, the Wizards. Sixers, and Heat, and Thunder. Yep. Sixers, Heat, and Thunder. Okay, so I'm going to say um, – all right. Um – I'm going to say six and two. Woo! Yeah. Like Man, after hearing Hard those math. team names, I was getting a little depressed, so that's good. Cool. Right. <laughs> six and two, yeah. I just like working straight with numbers. I don't need to worry yeah, about me the logistics. Yeah. I don't need to know yeah. opponents. Just give me numbers. <laughs> All right. And then as far as Booker's percentage, what he's like averaging right now, like 35, 36 about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. I'm going to leap. I'm going to say it's going to be between like 39 – I'm going to say 39%. Good, good. Oh, wow. Right it. on. Okay. And then if we're just talking stat-wise, best player, um, I mean, if we if we come down to stats, I think it's going to be eight and hands down. He's well, the be key to them doing any good is Aiton becoming a guy who's focused every single game, I think. I mean, Can't and he, you know, up. he's got a lot to make up for. So I think he, and I know he misses it. Like he didn't get to play hardly any games this season. You know what I mean? So I think he's really going to bring it. I think everyone's honestly going to bring it. I hope Ubre is good to go. But um, when it comes just down to stats, who the best player is going to be, I definitely say Aiton. Hands down. Right on. Yeah. Right on. All right. Oh. Man, I'm feeling good, man. John yes. Bloom, we got you next. Oh, I was just thinking that, Dave. Perfect. We got John Bloom next. Now, John is the pessimist in the room. Right. He never <laughs> guesses anything positive. Never <laughs> predicts the playoffs. Always <laughs> crapping on the team. Let us know what you got, John. Yeah, it's, I think you all know. It's 0 8 for sure. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, I'm. Massive 40 point blowouts every game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just jacked that there's basketball that we can look forward to and that the Phoenix Suns are part of it because they could have easily been left on the outside looking in. I mean, I know a lot of us felt that that was going to be the case, right? I mean, we yeah. well, it came out with the first reports that it was going to be 20 teams, and you looked at the standings and you saw we were <laughs> 21st. Thought that we were out. I mean, I know I did. So, you know, here we are, and, and uh, I think they can, they can uh, be one of the teams that uh, surprises – but it's going to be so difficult for them to, to advance to the playoffs. I mean, that would be the ideal situation because, you know, then you're locked into a best of seven, at least one best of seven, right? I was surprised to see that, too, that they kept it best of seven in the first round. Um, but uh, it, it definitely keeps it worthwhile for, uh, you know, them to be there. And we've been talking about this for so long. Just to get this young group together to play more games, that's what they need. I mean, yeah. this, this season is this season. 
But the real icing on the cake for me is what this could do for this group moving forward. Talking about next season, the season after that. I mean, because it takes a while. You guys are all NBA fans. You know it doesn't happen overnight. So this is a big step for this team. Even if they go and do get beat and, and lose more than they win in Orlando, which is possible because they're going to be playing other teams that are ready to play. I just have confidence that Monty Williams and his group can get this team ready because of what they did to start the season, and that was when they were fresh. They were brand new. They were trying to teach all their stuff. Now that stuff's already taught. Now it's just about inspiring, getting them to play for each other. And who's going to do a better job at that than Monty? I mean, I really believe in him so I believe in Ricky I think Ricky rested is a scary thing and then you talk about having everybody there the, the thing is how quick are they going to be able to click because there are going to be guys playing different positions and maybe different roles than they had and then they were used to you know back what was March three months ago two you know two three months hey man we got to just hope Ricky didn't develop a dad bod with that new baby <laughs> <laughs> yeah but he's gonna be hungry Dave you know of all the guys that want to get the heck out and go to Disney World he's <laughs> with an infant are you kidding me I mean yeah he wants to a bit longer I don't. Hey, I don't know about anybody else, but I I feel like getting up and running through a brick wall right that now. That was the most inspiring zero and eight I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> like Bloom, you got me on that one. Nice. Let's do this. All right. So wait. So what's Booker's three point percent? Bloom. Oh, I got to give a number. Seventy-five. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> he's gonna have a cold streak, uh, you know. So probably sixty-eight. So let's go sixty-eight. Sixty-eight. <laughs> and then who's the MVP? Uh, I'm giving it to Ricky. I think I'm telling you. I think right. uh, you, know, you know how much I love point guards, Dave, and I love Booker. And I think Booker's gonna tear it up. I think all the guys we've all talked about have the potential to really come up big. But to me, the engine's going to be Ricky. He's going to be distributing. His assist numbers are going to be through the roof. I think he's going to pick up a bunch of steals. And I think he's going to be the point guard that we all, you know, hope that the Suns were going to acquire in the offseason last year. And now a year later, here we go. This is actually games that matter. I mean, this is where he really can come up big with this young group. Yeah, I'm, I, I am actually really excited about the fact that Ricky Rubio is the point guard because he is going to – he knows exactly what this is. He knows all about this. He can treat this like the international competitions where they just – they have very few warm-up games. Then they then they got to go hard and, and they got to bust their ass all the way through the championship. So if anybody – if you want anybody to be your point guard, it's going to be Ricky Rubio, the leader of Spain. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. All hey, right, I thank one, you, I got, one, I got one quick question for Bloomer. I, what's it going to take to get you to come to my house and do a play-by-play of me playing 2K? Yeah. I just, <laughs> just want to know, man. Oh, man. Speaking of this, thank you. you this is probably what you're alluding to <laughs> is the most fun I had this entire quarantine was listening to John Bloom do a radio call of, of that one of those 2K games. That was so fun because you made it that sound like so a real game was happening. Happened. Yeah, was that this year? Yeah, no shit, yeah, that, man. That's crazy. Uh, I can't believe we did that. To be in it. But, so you know, great. I found out that and this is a little behind-the-scenes scoop for everybody. I found out that apparently the, the team was planning on putting together like a full-fledged bona fide 2K tournament if we weren't part of the festivities in Disney oh. World. So, uh, and, and I was going to be a part of that. Uh, but now that uh, 
hey, let's take real basketball every day. I'm going to take real basketball. But to answer your question, Justin, uh, DM me. We'll talk about my feet, all right? <laughs> deal. Hey, deal. Whoa, dude. I don't want to know about your discussion of your feet. I don't want to know. Do you have an OnlyFans hey. account? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, uh, John, one more question. So I'm assuming Al is not going to travel. Is any, are any announcers traveling to Orlando? No, no local broadcast as far as I hear. Uh, so, that, that, you know, just from a safety standpoint, uh, they know that, that feasibly you can broadcast from studios and from, uh, you know, remote locations. So the Suns are still trying to figure out the dynamics of where they're going to have K-Ray and EJ and uh, okay. to call the games off of a monitor. And, and I'm assuming same for Al and Tim. And I'm hoping that, you know, I'll be able to host a post-game show and we can do this kind of thing, uh, you know, radio style after every game uh, and even maybe incorporate Zoom too. Who knows? You know, in this day and age, there's no reason not to, you Why know, not? new and different, right? Make your post-game since no one's driving home from the game. Yeah. They don't need yeah. to be on their mm. on their phones, you know, in their cars, being distracted drivers. They can just get on Zoom. Yeah, you yeah. could have just have Justin man it all. He he's figured it all out over there. God, he has figured it out. You're, yeah. you're, you're actually you're doing pretty awesome, Justin. Thank you very zero, much. Zero zero porn so far, everybody. <laughs> zero porn. <laughs> hey, this is awesome That's why time. I'm here. I came because I left early. <laughs> <laughs> well, you missed it. You heard you about saw that. stuff you didn't need to see. I'll yeah. tell you that. That was a rough call. All right, uh, next up, we got Rick Johnson. I don't think I think we passed you up, or the or the things re, repurposed themselves. Rick, let's call you. You've got you've got the mic, man. Hello, hello. Hey, Rick. How's it going? Just been listening this whole time, but how are your beautiful nice. kids? They're you got good. Like eighty-two of them, or something like that. Or is it eighty-four? <laughs> no, we're, I can't we're, remember. We're still we're we're still just at seven. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that hasn't changed. You're not going to have a quarantine in the next 16 years? Nope. Dude, he doesn't no have quarantine. He's got a whole schoolhouse right there. <laughs> uh, I loved funny. your tweet when you said, oh, three days into quarantine or homeschooling, the principal's been fired, a kid's been suspended, another one's been <laughs> and kicked out of yeah. school. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, that was hard. <laughs> luckily... They're all done with school now, but oh, that's good. So I'm gonna go. I think the Suns can can go like seven and one. Seven uh, and one. Can I, yes. I think I think I think we'll beat. I think we'll take. We'll roll off the first three and then lose a stupid game to the Wizards or something that we shouldn't lose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Typical. <laughs> oh man, can you imagine? Um, so yeah, so they yes. roll off the first three. They play the Wizards. Booker's so pissed off that they lost to the Wizards that he goes in a cold spell for the next three games and they can't and they <laughs> out. Yeah. And and we have trouble whether are we gonna blame Booker for this or are we gonna blame somebody else for this? <laughs> See it happening right now. Yeah. And I think I think Booker gets back to shooting a little bit little like between what he was at the beginning of the season and how he's how he was teetering off in February and March, roll around the Thirty-nine percent, like uh, Love always was saying, and then I was really hoping I'd be the first one to say Ricky Rubio. I really think he's just because he's rested. the The fact that the games matter. I look back at him in the playoffs a couple of years ago when he was he was beating the Rockets in the playoffs or helping the Jazz beat the Rockets in the playoffs. Then he got injured, and then the Rockets went on to the Western Conference Finals. 
and he beat he beat the he beat the Thunder in the you know they beat the yeah. Thunder in the playoffs that year when uh, he was rolling off triple doubles every game in the playoffs and it just that's that's the Ricky I kind of am hoping to hoping we see. We all are. It's gonna yeah it's it's gonna make Aiton probably have the best have the his numbers are gonna jump off the chart. Booker's efficiency is gonna go back up, and he's just gonna he's just gonna man the show. All right. Good predictions. Who we got next? We got a we got Abe's. Abe Alasa, how you doing, man? There yeah, you go. For you guys on me. Hi. How's it going, hey. guys? Hey. All right. So What's your blow is up that dog? is that is that Espo right there? It's, it's Espo, yeah. Actually, yeah, it is Espo. <laughs> yeah, my friend actually got it for me as like a Christmas present. One of my coworkers got it for me for a Christmas present, and I've been carrying this, like this guy around for a while. Oh man. Okay, so I just wanted to say, first off, wow, there's a lot of poor souls here. That's okay, because I'm one too. I'm a Sox fan, so Amen. I, I, I'm used to it at this point. But um, no, I'm I'm very very excited to see the Suns play again. Um, looking at that schedule, looking at that record, I mean, obviously, I, I would say I would give it like a five and three, six and two chance. Like, nice I, I actually honestly do believe that you know we have we really have a solid chance. All these games are winnable. It's just that you know our, our guys just need to like. You know, keep keep it keep it going. You know, Book has to just keep up his All Star year. Aiden has to continue to develop, which I know he will. Mikel, I definitely trust him. He's like, I, I consider him like my favorite. My well, Book's my favorite son, but Mikel has been my second favorite son ever since the Villanova days. So I go. I definitely do trust in him in these types of situations. And um, um, shoot, oh, and I noticed that we played Dallas twice and. I know a lot of people would love to say, like, you know, oh man, what if the Suns got Luca? What if, like, you know, what if we, what if we didn't draft Aiden and we got Luca instead? And I understand that Luca is it's amazing. Luca is it's awesome. But I don't want people to remember. I don't want people to forget that you know we do have a winning record against the Mavs with Luca, in a sense. Like we have outplayed them. We have beaten them multiple, multiple times. So I definitely do have a lot of faith and do have a lot of faith in them in there. Uh, the optimist in me wants to say eight and no, but uh, knowing the signs, we're gonna lose like we're gonna lose three, four games by like one point. So that's why I'm gonna go with five yeah. and three <laughs> because they hate me. Or they'll they'll be up at my one, and then they'll and then I would say like I don't know. Thomas Bryant will make another three, and bam. <laughs> yeah. Um, as for Booker's three point percentage, I yeah I, I've, I've noticed. I mean, book book doesn't really make his threes in the game. But I do notice, like he does, he does make them when it counts. So I'm just gonna go 35, 36 percent. But um, he will. I, I definitely have to predict this bold prediction that he'll make it in the fourth quarter, because he, he'll he'll know this is his chance. This is his chance to like step up. This is his time to shine in a sense. And as for my MVP, I mean, I really like I really like all the Ricky Rubio answers, and I do like that one Mikel answer. I think I'm probably the first one to say it here, since um, if if Sarver says that he's healthy. I'm gonna go with Kelly. Kelly, you embrace my ex. Ooh, Kelly! Yeah, like I, I, yeah, because I mean, when, when Kelly went down, I, I mean, we still played with like that passion, with that drive, and the Kelly got more shots up. Everything got there, but um, I definitely think, yeah, I definitely believe this team really needs Kelly in a sense because he's the heart and soul. And if you, and if you just take, even take out the heart and soul, I mean, Kelly was on his way to having a in my opinion, most improved player of the year kind of like stat line in a sense. Kelly was our legitimate second option 
and I, I, I just need that energy. And even with no crowd, I feel like, you know, if Kelly's there to rile up the team, to rile up everybody, I feel like we have a chance. We have that heart to keep on going. So I'm going to go with Tsunami Poppy. Tsunami Poppy. All right. I like Poppy. it. Sounds good. So we got some votes all over the board so far. I think it's um, – maybe I set up the questions wrong, but I, I think everyone's doing it as – Who's the MVP that's not Devin Booker? And and I appreciate that because we know Devin Booker is still the best player on the team. But yeah, yes, this oh, is yeah, the great non Booker MVP. Yeah, yeah, we trust Booker. It's everybody else that like we have to look at. So exactly, I was exactly. going to say Tariq Owens, but I didn't want to be stupid. So <laughs> Ty Jerome. <laughs> well, I'm still waiting for that Frank Kaminsky answer, man. I mean, the Suns when they lost Kaminsky, the season went to shit. So that is Frank. True. The tank's mm. gonna be back. He's been training and very interesting ways during this quarantine <laughs> so i think he's gonna i think well, he's ready and, he's and motivated gonna, gonna wave off yeah, every gonna, three he makes exactly he'll make more threes than booker we should talk about we should be talking about big frank's three-point percentage gonna be fanning those flames yeah nameless <laughs> <those> <laughs> <Aimless laughs> plug <laughs> i'll give it as frank behind the arc oh we have a chance frank been working on a oh, no, no, abort abort the mission abort the mission yeah. <laughs> look anytime frank takes a shot behind the arc i'm like yes anytime he takes a shot inside the arc i'm like Frank! <laughs> exactly. It is he funny, goes, though. He, had, he did a podcast for a week or so with his buddies again, and he talked about that. He's like, yeah, the problem was but last month my knee was hurting so bad I couldn't even lift for layups, and I didn't even know what happened to my body, and so I, that's why I wasn't finishing layups. I'm like, yeah, I hope that was the only reason you were missing layups. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, All right. Quick, I, I saw – I saw, and I don't know if he was just waving randomly or not, but Jason Asher had a hand up, and out of respect for somebody who goes full classroom <laughs> on a on a gigantic Zoom call, I'm going to say, <laughs> whatever you had to say, bro, throw it out there. I just want to say real quick, uh, thanks for the opportunity, but uh, a little bit off topic, but I just want to address Luka Doncic versus DeAndre Ayton real quick. You know, we just heard a comment about it. Um, it may come down one day that Luka Doncic was a missed opportunity, but I just want to say, if you look at the 1984 draft, you would see that the Houston Rockets drafted Akeem Olajuwon, number one. Number two was Portland Trailblazers with Sam Bowie, and then number three was the Chicago Bulls with Michael Jordan. And I don't know if it was the right decision to choose DeAndre Ayton or not. I don't know. Luka looks outstanding. But talk to me in three years. Let's give this young man an opportunity to mature. And I'm not saying he's even going to be better then. But let's at least give it a chance. Let's see what happens. Whatever it is now, it is what it is. We're playing Dallas twice. We're going to see what's up with these guys, okay? So let's give them a chance to prove themselves. Let's just see what happens. Let's give them a chance. And in three years, five years, seven years, 10 years, 15 years, Come talk to me about DeAndre Ayton versus Luka Doncic. And you come tell me that DeAndre Ayton isn't going to be the best center in franchise history for the Phoenix Suns. He's already best center in franchise history. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And he's only going to get better, right? So yeah. talk to me then about Luka Doncic and DeAndre Ayton. That's all I got to say. Thank you. Awesome. Luca's knees will be out in like three years. He's too top heavy, anyways. He's back. Yeah. Uh, I wonder how many donuts he's eating on. (laughs) Donuts donuts and Twinkies are tough, tough, tough to pass up, man. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Trayvon, do you want to play? Do you want to take a part in this? Yeah. How's it going, man? 
What's going on? Hi, What's going on, Trayvon? Um, so, man, I, I know everybody wants to hear some positive. The realist. Keep it straight, man. I'm the realist, obviously. I'm not sure if anybody else was on a call today. Um, but uh, NBA's back, clearly. Yep. And uh, this format is interesting. Uh, man, so I'm going to give my – Son's record, and then I'm gonna give my realest record. Is that cool? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right, so my son's record, I'm gonna go five and three. Uh, oh, yeah, there you my go. Real, for my realest record, I'm gonna go two and six. Yeah. <laughs> um, do, what, what, what I mentioned today on the uh, on the Daily Ding uh, was that I do see this as an opportunity, which I understood why Monty fought so hard for these guys to um, uh, to be together, is that the momentum of this young team needs this experience to actually be playing for something. Um, and that moving into December 1st, which is such a quick turnaround, I think this will work in their favor. You know what I mean? They'll have everybody. Mm. Obviously, there's so much things that happen. You know what I mean? Obviously, DK and, and, and Gerald and Brandon Brandon was, was around most of the time to see DeAndre miss 25 games, Kelly, uh, Ricky struggle with his back, uh, Devin play through injuries, and, and uh, Aaron get hurt. And obviously, they were hot, and, and this is probably – Probably the first time. Exactly. So so for, for people for whoever actually listens to this podcast, it's gonna be difficult. But whoever does, Dan Duarte just chimed in with who invited Zach Lowe just <laughs> Trust me, I'm not I'm I would, oh man, Zach went. How long did he go on his pod today? Like five minutes at least on how the Suns did not belong in this yeah. postseason. I'm like, he had personal beef with them, huh? I, yes. I was, well, he usually no. doesn't. So I was just, I think he's so, just having fun with it. So Zach, Zach Lowe, <sighs> he, he, he went a little bit too much. He did. He, he went too far. He said he literally said that the Suns were in the tournament to tank. I'm like, get the hell out of here, dude. Yeah. I mean, some, some people just say some, some some hot takes to get a reaction, especially Target. He's not low, though. He's not and, and I like Zach Lowe. I like Zach Lowe. Yeah, he's usually okay. I think he just needed something to punch today, and that was the – that's okay. Yeah, I mean, that's all like, right. I, I get it. I get saying that, but after the fourth time, and then insinuating <laughs> that the Suns are going to tank in a playing so tournament. In, in Zach okay. Lowe's favor if the Suns do any kind of surprise in this little mini tournament, he will be the one who talks the most about them outside the Phoenix area. So on a positive way. So in Zach Lowe's favor, he'll turn That's it around fair. as if the Suns do. No, nah, I, will, I will push it actually, DK. I'm not going to lie. I would go hard for y'all. Um, I, just have for you. Have, I just have to have a reason for it. You know what I mean? And, and right now like, – Well, they should give us a reason. Yeah. If, they do, if they do have a miracle run, right, say they just went out, right, and we're just like, holy shit. Excuse my language, fool. <laughs> We're good. But, um, they went out, right? And it's like this miracle march, like like a tournament, March Madness tournament, where they get in and then they actually just start winning out of out of the blue. I think that's great, but I don't know because they've been down so long. Like, is Kelly going to play? Like, yeah. there's a lot of stuff to factor in because I think Kelly's the most important non-Devin Booker player. 
Um, and he Emotion wise, yeah. Really well, you know what I mean, outside of what happened with his knee. And he's a very vital, um, vital part for this team and, and moving forward. And I like the growth of Mikel too. Um, but they definitely need Kelly to to win ball games because he's just like he's a live wire. Um, I mentioned to Lindsey Smith uh, that, and and again, some may disagree. I like uh, moving forward next year. I would love for the Suns to bring a leader in and take that take that um, responsibility off Devin, so he can focus mainly on being a scorer. I think that's where they lack it. And obviously Aaron Baines has been very vocal in the locker room, but it's Aaron Baines. So like you can only kind of pull so much from him. And mm-hmm. I think that again, with Sarver being the owner, it's kind of tough to ask and say, who's that, that guy that Devin would actually um, respect to, to pass the reins over. But I, I don't know. I mean, cause there's been tons of guys that can really score. And I'm happy that Devin was able to, um, make the all-star team this season, but asking him to respond, like to be, to lead a team to playoffs is kind of rough. And it's been a lot, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I said, you know, I'm, I'm new here obviously, but watching from afar and watching other teams, I think that he's better at being a number two. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who could actually be a number one. And I don't know a Christmas list for you guys to have. That's Dame a really- Lillard. Bradley Beal. So Bradley, I would like Bradley Bill, but I, but how do you offset that? Because they're kind of like not the same. They're used differently. One's kind of a little, you know. But ideally, who would be another player to even kind of throw in that mix? Look, I he's not going to get traded. But what about Dame? That'd be amazing. Well, I mean, I think Dame is Dame is the guy that I want young guys to look up to. I would like Demar Derozan. Um, but again, yeah. I'm, I'm reading the chat, but also like, here's, here's the thing, right? but again, Dame is I, what ideally I tell young players to focus on because he is the epitome of a leader. Like every year the Blazers are counted out, right? We are, we're asked to vote and I'm normally put the Blazers at like seven or eight every year. Yeah, and they surprised me to get in the mix. So mm-hmm. um, those are those are things that I wish it's it's asking for a lot, but I just really don't know who to tap in. I would like maybe nah, that's kind of the same because again, it falls into the same line of like a Victor Oladipo mm-hmm. or. So are you are you thinking about uh, obviously you're thinking about somebody better than Booker? So you're thinking about. Somebody, somebody like in the top twenty, kind of pass it off, and he respects them that much. Yeah, a top twenty guy, or you think just a veteran, real starter, but more more leader than I Ricky. Mean, Rubio. Honestly, I don't think it has to. Well, it, it might have to be a top twenty guy for for um for for uh for Booker, <laughs> the D book to even pass off that range because again, they have a good young nucleus, and I think they're going to be able to grow, but. Again, leadership is everything. That's the main thing. Yeah. That's why Carmelo wasn't able to thrive in New York. We didn't say that Carmelo wasn't a good player, but the years that he had good years in New York, Jason Kidd was in that locker room. Kurt Thomas, Rasheed yeah. Wallace, guys that's like, look, young fella, go ahead and get those buckets. We'll handle the, the outside stuff. And right yeah, here, Chauncey Billups type. 
but who is that now? Who do, who do you really can say, like, obviously no one wants to eat Chris Paul's deal. No one wants to, um, yeah. you know, like it's certain players that, you know, they only do one thing right and then the rest is kind of out the door. So, yeah. um, I, I don't know. I don't but know. But you're right. I agree. They got to do something big to get into a serious annual playoff contention. I agree. And, right, Booker's, I, and Booker shouldn't have to carry the load. No, no. And, that, and that's the thing. That's why I think he gets unfair. I was really, really Agreed. excited for him to become an all-star because, again, it's very uh, small window. Obviously, Steph was hurt. Um, Dame was hurt. And he reminded me of the Monte Ellis's where he had the numbers. Mm-hmm. But look what you – you got Kobe. You got all these other people that were just – dominant and i don't think that it works out if he plays in the eastern conference he's an all-star every year um but i, I don't want to be long-winded on this um i'm gonna say my mvp if healthy um kelly um if kelly's not playing i got deandre i got high hopes on deandre yeah. uh, you know dk I'm, I'm always scratching my head about this um spread out mid-range jumper and yeah him no. playing to shoot a three I, i'm yeah. not a big fan of him expanding his game experimental wise. Um, I think if he could be a great garbage man and eat with his hands, as far as cleaning up everything and being a force, like he's too Like, again, he's what? 21, 21. My, my projection is by 23, 24, where he actually turns into a man. Um, and he weeds out, he's starting to figure it out. He's a young vet. Yeah. eventually he's going to get there and he starts weeding out and finds out that basketball is important. He'll become a monster, but it just all depends on the surrounding right now. You know what I mean? Cause well, a huge, a huge, huge positive for me this year is his easy commitment to defense. He's shown that he doesn't have to like completely change his personality to be a good defender yeah. uh, because you don't get all the accolades of defense. So it's like, it's like he wants to be, um, the kind of guy that Mikel Bridges wants to be. Neither of them wants to be a leader and taking every single shot, but they want to take all the right, do all the right things and take all the right shots. And I, I do like that. I, I saw that progress on defense is huge for him this year. And showing like, that he doesn't have to be Mr. Dunks to be better. He doesn't have to be great on offense to be great on defense. And very few young guys actually can do that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's the main thing is that the game changes and I don't think that he'll get caught up in the mix of like big man's obsolete. They have the chance. He has good hands. I think it, I just, I just question his IQ sometimes because I really think like, okay, Rick driving, you should be the drop guy or be able to catch lob. They should connect way more on alley-oops. They should be, I mean, like it's certain things that he settles for that I, I I'm just, I'm questioning. Like I do love Mark Bryan working with him. But I just don't know if he's committed to the game as much as we are. We love yeah. the Suns, but I think that he's like, okay, I'm 21 years old. I'm rich. I'm having fun. I'm yeah. having fun, and I love what comes with the game versus I shouldn't. We shouldn't be more passionate than him, right? You know? <laughs> and that's the thing. That's the frustrating part because you you, you watch yeah. it and you're like, dude, you could be a monster, and yeah, I, I just don't. I don't know. But I. But again. His agent is my friend, and he's like, yo, you know, Dre has a chance to be 25 and 15. And I'm like, I want to believe that, 
Yeah, almost nobody in the history of the NBA has been 25 and 15, though, which yeah. is just – it just shows you, though, the expectations are so high for him because he, he can be so good. And the yeah. question is, is he going to be a difference maker? And I think he actually – like I said about the defense part, you don't get credit for that in box scores, uh, the way he's been playing defense. And uh, I think that shows that he knows he does. He's not going to be a stat stuffer. I mean, he is a natural stat stuffer, but he's not going to be all about just stat stuffing. So I don't know, but you're right. He's got to grow. Thank you very much, Trayvon. Thank you. Thank you guys. Yeah. All right. So um, let's move on to Brian. It's fun to talk about sons again. It oh, is, isn't God, it? God, it's fun to talk about the Phoenix Suns, man. Can't wait till we're actually oh. doing this after a game. Hell yeah, a month, hey, two quick. months. Uh, just, I just want to throw it out because I've heard a few mentions, and there might be some of you that didn't hear this today, but uh, Robert Sarver went on uh, 98.7 with uh, Burns and Gambo, and he did say he expects Kelly to play. So uh, <laughs> it's good. I don't think yeah. he trotted that out there. He's pretty careful with what he says when he does come on the radio. Uh, so I think they're all pretty confident that, that he's going to play. And I know we all saw so, what Cam said with Cam uh, Cox on Channel 12 when he did yeah. the interview. Now, Cam, I checked with Cameron. Um, he said they did that interview a week ago Thursday, yeah. which was only a week after the practice of, well, Madhouse reopened. <clears throat> I'm not sure if you can um, go and, and actually see one of the team doctors yet. But he also had multiple opinions to even get the knee surgery in the first place. So I'm sure he's going to want multiple opinions to come back. So I think um, it'll be interesting to see his clearance. But, yeah, obviously he loves to play. So I'm sure he's going to want to if he possibly can. But if he's hurting, if his knee is still hurting, because, you know, the thing is he's been rehabbing all on his own. So he's like, like us. And, frankly, if I had a knee surgery three months ago, I'd probably still be feeling it because I don't rehab like a pro. So I think he just needs some time to get in a, you know, with a trainer and all that. And we'll see how that training camp goes. I'm sure he's going to show up for training camp and we'll just see what happens. Is that the only reason Dave, why you'd still be feeling it? Cause you know, yeah. rehab. Like a pro. <laughs> uh, well, I'm old too, but <laughs> oh, even, there it back is. Then, <laughs> even back then, I'd have felt it after a while. All right, Brian Stewart, you are up. Give us your predictions, my man. Gonna unmute yourself, Justin. I'm trying. Bottom I don't left. see him on my list. Bottom left, oh, I got him. left corner. I got him. Calm down, because it's Stuart Bryan. There we go. Yeah, it's, it's, Stuart Bryan. Yeah. yeah, it's a work Zoom account. You know, come on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, I I worry that we'll you know, end up losing a couple of early games and it'll go bad. But I'm I, I'm going to stick with six and two. Um, I, unfortunately, I think we have to go seven and one though to make it, and yeah. that's that's what worries me. Um, but I remember watching that first Lakers game and thinking, man, this team is for real. And um, you know, they were right there with it the entire game. Uh, you know, I was running, I was actually up in uh, San Jose and running on a treadmill during that game, and the, my treadmill session ended because I had a time session. I almost fell off the treadmill because the game was so intense that it, when I was watching it, because it just stopped and I was still running and because I didn't even notice where it was. So, uh, you know, I just remember that thinking, man, this team's for real, and uh, I hope that team shows up. But, uh, um, and yeah. you know, book so you if he six could, and two. Six and two, yeah, exactly. So, if Book can shoot, you know, thirty-eight to thirty-nine percent, that would be huge. Um, you know, and the thing that I look at there is that he seems to make it when it matters. So, 
that's that's really you know what what I would say, you know why I have the optimism for the high parts of uh, the percentage, but who knows? Anyway, um, and I'm glad you clarified on the uh, question of it not being book as the best player because I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming we all just. Uh, besides book, yeah, yeah. So, so then I think it has to be Aiden, uh, and I and, and I think you know if you look at his individual defense, uh, it's been awesome. But he has to you know do the thing where he doesn't fall asleep as a team defensive guy, and yeah. you know that's that's the you know going to every game we could and watching him and focusing on what when he was playing, his individual defense just improved. I mean, it was already good, but it's just amazing. Uh, the improvement he did. He still just occasionally falls asleep, though, in team defense, and that's the thing he's got to eliminate. And if he does that and he's, you know, he gets all the stats that he normally would get, then I think, you know, we can do it. But, man, 7-1, to one, it's I think be it's tough. the minimum. Yeah. It's a one-in-a-million shot, man. <laughs> yeah. So, but I'm right, excited thanks, to see Brian. it one way or the other. So so am I. We're excited. What, is it still two months away? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Just uh, under. If it's anything like May, it'll be uh, it'll get here super quick. <laughs> At least May went by really quick for me. Yeah, how many different uh, plagues and pandemics and and crazy things are going to happen between now and well, the end of the July? The aliens are coming next week. Yeah, they well, are. No, actually, the asteroids <laughs> on its way. Um, <laughs> Yeah, there is an asteroid that's like the size of the Empire it's State four. Building. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Oh, and, man, we're not even going to see the Suns game. Then it's the aliens will land. <laughs> it's going to land right on Orlando. <laughs> Our luck. Godzilla. Oh, yes. We still got Godzilla. Okay. <laughs> Godzilla. Yeah, that's a, that's a July thing, right? And then we're going to find out Santa Claus is real. <laughs> I saw a picture of Santa because Claus just hanging out. Him. He's like, fuck Christmas this year. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got Gerald Borgay coming up next. How you doing, my man? Here we go. I'm doing all right. Um, let's see. Long uh, time no see, Gerald. Gerald and Trey oh. and I sit on Media Row. Brendan's right there. Yep. Last time we saw each other, I did not have a haircut that looked like a little Lego guy. So it's it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is awesome, man. <laughs> Bring the Justin Bieber do. back. <laughs> yeah, without any of the talent or the appeal. But uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna unfortunately be on the more pessimistic side. I actually think that all this time off is a very big advantage for the Suns. Obviously, getting Ubre back is huge. Um, he's one of the, probably the second most impactful player on the court, but, um, and you know, we saw how the Suns got off to such a fast start with hardly any of their offense put in. That was an advantage for them. They took some teams by surprise, but man, uh, all these teams have something to play for. I'm going to say they're going to go three and five. And I honestly, like John, I feel like that wouldn't be the end of the world. We are getting games that actually matter for Suns basketball for the first time since 2014, which is an accomplishment in and of itself. Even if it doesn't result in a playoff berth, like that is incredible. So, um, and yeah, and just having this young team be able to play more games together. That's what we've all wanted, even though it's only eight more and it's so disjointed from where they were when we left off, at least they will be whole by this time. Yeah. So uh, three and five, I'm going to say Devin Booker's three point percentage 
it's a small sample size. Let's just say 45. Let's go. Let's go bigger. Let's go, goal. Let's go big. Um, and if he's going 45 from three, they may be better than three and five. <laughs> He'll only it's shoot two a game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what was that? The non-Booker MVP? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to actually say Aiton on this one. I feel like – I don't know why, but I feel like he's going to have a lot of pent-up energy after all this time off. Um, he's going to have no excuse to just, pet, you know, floor it as far as his energy goes. And, uh, you know, after all this time off, there's going to be a lot of missed shots. He's one of the best offensive rebounders in the league. And I feel like that could play to his strengths with a lot of the misses that we might see. There in this you go. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with Aiton. All righty. All right. Thank you, Gerald. I appreciate that. Hey, we're going to go to Evan next. You've been patiently waiting, Evan. Let's get you unmuted and let's go. Let's let's blow this out. What do you got? Hey, what's up, man? How are you? Great, great. So I think their record depends a lot on which Suns team shows up. So there's Suns team <laughs> that can beat the Sixers, they can beat the Mavericks, they can beat the Rockets, and there's also the team that loses to the Hawks, Pistons, Warriors. You know, <laughs> I think there's it's either one or the other. So I think if the if the good team shows up, I think we can go six to two or seven and one. Um, and I think if the second team shows up, I think probably two and six, three and five. Um, I think it depends a lot on, again, Kelly's injury, whether he's ready to go and Ricky's leadership. I think that depends. I think it depends a lot on them. So I think it's just who's available and which team shows up, who's been training hard, who's been staying on a diet. And it's a lot about the time off. Yeah, we're not going to know until we see him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Been on <laughs> Damn. I think Oh man, that uh, should have been one of our predictions, but that would be a negative. Oh, that would be next time. Yeah. Maybe next yeah. time we'll predict. Are we giving away uh prizes for this? Like if anybody <laughs> guesses it right, should we like sign a basketball and give it out? Yeah, should we, we, should we sign an autograph one? Right? <laughs> we Paul can give away his Tyler Ennis signed basketball. <laughs> <laughs> well, whoever's been writing down all these predictions can uh actually be the yeah. one to Assign the prizes. It'll be on the next Fanning the Flames podcast. In seven months. In seven (laughs) months. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Let's see. Did you ask? Did you do your? uh, You did your MVP too? No, you got no for uh, for I didn't. I'm on Booker's three point percentage. So for his three percentage, I think realistically, I'm going to go about thirty seven, thirty eight, maybe thirty nine if he's good. So I think. He'll step it up a little bit from where he's at this season. I think he's at 36. But I think with the volume that he shoots at, I don't think 40s, 41 is very realistic for him. I think he's going to step up, though. I think he'll be 38, 39, probably range. So, and then for the MVP, probably, I think Oubre, if he's healthy, because he wants to be there, he's always fired up. He's going to want to be dunking on everybody, and he's – been waiting for this so i remember how how energetic he was when they played the celtics i think in the uh 2017 eastern semis i think when he was on the wizards and he like he was all energetic and all over the place so i think he'll be the same way uh if he's healthy and i think if not probably Aiden because there's you know we play the mavs and they don't really have a big man uh with powell out with his ace uh not acl achilles and the Wizards, I think oh, he's going right. to be dominant, right. and I think he's going to 
you know, I think he's going to show up and I think he's going to have some, hopefully some 2020 games, but if not, then definitely 2015s and stuff like that. So. Awesome. All right. Love it. Good predictions. We love it. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Next up, we got Herb. Herb Villafranca. Hi. Hi. Hello. Look at that. Hey. Unmuted himself right away. I How's love it. How's it going, man? Yeah. Everything's fine. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks okay. for hopping on. Sure. Uh, well, I think the Suns are going to go. Uh, wait. So for the schedule, they have the Mavs, uh, the Pacers, the Clips. Correct? Yep. Um, another Mavs game. Uh, the Sixers, the Wizards, and the Heat. And then the Thunder. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I think they're dropping the Thunder game and probably one of the Mavs games and uh, end up somewhere at 5-3. Five, 5-3 five, three. Nice. Five, three maybe. Uh, I just really hope that uh, Ricky could step up and, uh, and give us uh, good production numbers, especially uh, something similar to what he did in FIBA. And uh, uh, we, we really need him to step up along with Ubre. So, yeah, uh, Rick is my uh, X Factor. And uh, as far as uh, Booker's uh, three-point percentage goes, I'm guessing around 34, 35, maybe because of the whole quarantine and uh, the rust, etc. Okay. All right, 34, 35. All right. Hey, if they do well, if they win games, it doesn't matter what Booker's three-point percentage is. <laughs> yeah, of course, most definitely. Yeah. All right, cool. Thank you for the thank you for that. All right. So who we got next? We got Cody. Cody Hunt. Can't hear you yet. There, there you go. go. How's it going, guys? Great. Man, I'm I'm bummed. I missed your trivia game the other night. Oh, it's fine. We had a lot of fun. Ah. So I've been trying to kind of uh figure out how all the differences with how uh, just how the game's going to be is going to affect different players. So that's going to weigh heavily into my predictions. I've been trying to figure out which players are going to do worse, which players are going to do better with no fans. For instance, guys like Ubre, I think will do worse with no fans. That's Eight. a really good way. To, you know, it's a really yeah. good thought. Really exactly. good point. I think those guys will do worse with no fans. Booker, on the other hand, if you we always see these videos of him like that just go crazy with like making 73s in a row in practice. I think in practice when it's just him <laughs> yeah. so going crazy from three and with a small sample size of eight games, he is going to shoot 60, 64% from three. Damn. Woo. Going to Man, shoot. So does he make, does he make an all NBA team? If he does that, he's gonna no. make the all Disney team. All <laughs> Disney <laughs> team. <laughs> you get some ears. Gonna, like, you get some golden ears. 30. He's gonna set the single game scoring record for Disney World, but the Suns are gonna go like four and four, or three and five, because oh. not everyone else is gonna be able to pick it up. Oh. He's gonna be the MVP, other than Booker. His experience. He's gonna be able to cool, be cool under pressure. Never too high. Never too low. But the other guys, I think the, the new situation is going to be weird, too weird for him. He gets us high and then just brings us crashing right back down, huh? <laughs> Where is Dave? Oh. Yes. 
That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, I was like, is Dave, Dave, Dave fall asleep? <laughs> we, can't I can't, I, we can't hear you, Dave. Aww. Oh, did he? Dave unplugged his <laughs> mic, I think. Well, it's after 9 p.m., okay? <laughs> it's bedtime. He's still okay. drawing. This is still, fantastic. Still can't hear you. All right, so, okay, if Cody's done while Dave's trying to figure out, you know, how a plug works. Oh, here we go. I, I don't, okay, good, because I have no idea where you left off, and I'm trying to figure out who hasn't spoken yet. No, well, no, I got from it. Brandon got it. yet. No, we're good. Uh, yeah, Brandon, you're yeah. next. Brandon Clean. You guys can hear me, right? Yes, sir. Yep. Yes. Okay. I mean, you, you look like you're in protection right? in the dark here. But yeah, I know. <laughs> we, we moved into a new place, and the light in here is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a good answer for you. I know it looks weird. <laughs> Between um, between Brendan's dark uh, background and the uh, dolls that I thought were people behind KP, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit of panic back here. Oh, I thought those were behind you. Those are very well behind you. right here. Um, what were the questions? I wasn't here when the actual... All right, uh, the questions. The questions are, what's going to be the Suns record in the yeah. seeding games, the eight-game run? Because that's the only ones they're going to play. Um, <laughs> what's Booker's three-point percentage, and who's the non-Booker MVP? Okay, uh, record-wise, I'll say five and three, just to be optimistic. There you go. It's yeah, it's tough for me, but I, I'm going to try it. Um, <laughs> Booker's three-point percentage. I'll say fifty. I'll say he gets hot. I agree with everybody. I think he's going to be fired up, like getting the opportunity to go prove himself. I think that'll inspire him. We'll, Most we'll important see. games of his entire career. I guess so. Yeah. yeah I mean, absolutely. more important than these eight games would have been if they had just played out normally. So that's something. Right. Uh, Non-Booker MVP. Um, I got to go with Aiden. I mean, I think I, I agree with what Trey was saying a while ago. Like, I don't know if there's anybody on this in, in this entire organization who this is more important for. Like, this guy was about to finish his second season having not played 100 NBA games. Um, now he can play at least eight more and get to practice with his teammates and all that. So uh, I think it'll be I think it'll be huge for him. And I think we talked about the rest factor for Rubio and I guess to a lesser degree Baines, but I wouldn't be surprised if those guys take it easy because they're going to have to turn around and play games again in December or training camp in November, you know? So whether it's on the Suns or not for Baines, like – I wouldn't be surprised if some of these vets started to think toward the future if it's not going to happen for them this year. No, that's, just, that's interesting. Yeah, I guess but that's, not, a, that's not an MVP. Maybe time. that's an LVP. But LVP, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I would be. I would be thinking about that if I was Baines. Like, I'm about to be a free agent, and I'm going to have to play games in like a month. That's tough. That's true. You're going to take care of his body. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. All What's right, thank you, Brendan. What's interesting is if game seven of the NBA finals was to occur, what is is it like October 12th? Yeah. And then we're asking yeah. players to port in the beginning of November because they want to start next season December 1st. So That's it's crazy. amazing. So the last game of the finals will be October 12th if it goes yes. seven games. Yes. Then the draft is three days later. Correct. And then free agency is three days after that. Yes. And this then, is freaking awesome. Yes. And then, <laughs> yeah. but, that's great. But from a player standpoint, you know, let's say you make it to the finals and you play five games. You have to turn around in a month and But they already week. had a break. We don't they care about that. Agreed. Break. Agreed. So, Suns, yeah, the they, they got a break. Months off, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they have one of the longest yeah, the breaks in like history, but still, matter. like, 
that's going to affect how people play. See, Sounds I don't know going to be off from August the, to December. I don't know why they <laughs> go for the Christmas start. Say it again, Paul. Point. Go for the Christmas start. Christmas is like the big one. Yeah, of the I don't yeah, know why yeah. they're not going for Christmas. Because of the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna oh. say that. Because the, the Christmas starts the right answer, but because they want players to play in the Olympics, so I think mm-hmm. the only other viable solution to that is we just don't throw pros at the Olympics this year and we let college guys do it. Yeah. Whew. Yes. Tough to yeah, say. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. I'll write an article about it for Brightside. You write an article. There you go. There you go. There you go. I found my out. next topic. My my current one today was on you, you have, Call of Duty Warzone. Right <laughs> yeah. I'm only working like be. half days. Hey, but at least you're working. That's good. I'm Amen. Good All right, next up, we got Derek. Derek, let's get you going. What do you got for us? Sorry. Okay. Nope. We still don't have Derek. Okay. There, there we, we do. I was just waiting for Justin. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> you good? You good? I tried to beat you to it, but it didn't let me. So <laughs> it, it's it's all right. it's it's all like a facade. It says that you can mute yourself, and it tells me I have to ask to unmute people. But I feel like that's just. And it told me people. I had to ask to unmute myself. So that was weird. All right, well, Dave. Yeah. Dave, that was different. I had you <laughs> muted. So I'm the old guy anyway. So what's up, uh, Eric? Hey, all right. So for me, I'm gonna go with the whole. I mean, everybody's gonna be arrested. Um, so I'm gonna go a little more up optimistic because everybody's gonna be arrested. We're gonna be playing uh, playoff teams. I'm gonna go with seven and one, Woo! and we lose to the Wizards. <laughs> that would be the one we lose. I'm gonna go with that. I, but I thought I thought he said everyone's going to be arrested, and I was like, oh, I, I, I'm interested <laughs> where this is going. The, the Suns will go eight like, and zero because the all these other players are gonna get arrested. <laughs> getting arrested. Well, Josh Jackson is on the Grizzlies. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! But uh, since since everybody's going to be well rested, I'm going to go ahead and uh, say Booker is going to be right almost to where he was at the beginning of the season, where he was trying to shoot for that 90, 50, and 45. I'm going to say his three point percentage is going to be around 43 percent. There you go. You know, we've all been waiting for playoff books. This will be his, his shot right here. Um, and since we can't choose book for the best player MVP, I'm going to have to go with DA. Uh, you know, we're going to have to just make sure he's in the back line, playing some defense and trying to get those boards for us. So I think he'll be a big X factor in helping us win, helping us close down the paint. We got DA. All right. We got a lot of votes for DA. We got a lot of optimistic Suns fans in here. <laughs> I love it. Basketball's back. <laughs> Basketball is almost back is right. It's like the beginning of any new new season. It's true. We're Hope. counting down the days to opening, you know, training camp and all that. Yeah. Hope springs eternal. All right, we lost his uh, his video, but Diego was going to be next. So let's go to Boyd Crawley. Hey, Boyd. We we already did. Boyd. Oh, Diego's yeah, back. Boys, hey. picked, boys picked up the kids though. Look at that. He was in the garage and he's got the kids oh, now. That's right. We already <laughs> Way to go, had, boy. Oh, we already hey. Had yeah. I forgot about the, the garage. Let's just stay on for eight hours and go throughout <laughs> his day. With right. Yeah, boy. What, what, what's for dinner? <laughs> we got you back, man. Come on in. There we go. Unmute him, Justin. Oh, he got muted again. Please. He was just unmuted. Hold on. There we go. You guys are playing mute tag. There Here we, we go. go. Hello, hello, guys. Hey, what's up, Diego? Hey, hey, what's up, guys? What's up? Oh, so I'm pretty excited to uh, join in on, on your guys' podcast. Big fan. Um, so I'm predicting. Well, we're glad uh, you're here. Suns, this is great. Uh, 
Uh, probably six and two, just because they have a healthy team. And like, if you guys remember how they started uh, seven and three to start the season. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I like I like their chances of a healthy squad, uh, just to like, uh, you know, just catch fire. You know, like March Madness is like, everyone's kind of like at a cold spot right now. And if you get hot, you get hot. You know. Uh, for right. Booker, I probably I probably see Booker shooting three percentage, probably around thirty eight percent, just because it's, it's eight games. You just if you catch fire. It'll be, uh, you just, I think he's, he'll be in a groove. He'll be in a groove. And then uh, for the MVP, I'm probably going to go with uh, uh, probably Ricky Rubio just because you guys remember when he's rested and, and healthy, uh, he's like the train. He's like the train that keeps the, the team going. So, yeah, six and two is uh, my prediction for Ooh, this uh, tournament. Alrighty. I love, it. love yeah. it. I love how we're all, every one of us is – not giving any like credit to other teams coming strong. Like, hey, the Suns are resting. <laughs> yeah. The Suns <laughs> are resting. Every other yeah. team's going to be super fat. That's all. It. The yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. That's right. That's awesome. No, all of us yeah. have done it. Oh yeah, the Suns going to be right. focused. <laughs> all right, cool. Thank you very much, Diego. Yep, no problem. Uh, we got an anonymous here. Who's anonymous? I don't know. Be careful you what know. you ask Is for. The <laughs> I can't even find anonymous in. Well, I see that game. Flex from Jersey joined us. Did oh, he? I got. I got yeah. anonymous. He said yeah, he Flex wasn't is gonna. here. Oh, yeah, we got. Oh, oh, let's let anonymous go because I got anonymous unmuted. All right, anonymous is on. It's hey, anonymous. anonymous is uh, anonymous is Johnny Anonymous, aka Johnny U of Anks. So hey, oh, oh, man. yeah, they, they got me. So I, I decided <laughs> to join on in. I've been up since three thirty. So pardon the. The groggy uh, sounding, but uh, I want okay. to. Uh, I just had a I bunch of uh, bourbon, so I'm good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Growing up in Arizona, I fell in love with the Suns. I also uh, fell in love with the little phrase by the band, the Gin Blossoms. If you don't expect too much, you might not be let down. Amen. And that is definitely a lesson that I have never been able to apply to the Phoenix Suns. So, um, I'm going to be merciful and honest. Merciful? I'm going to be unmerciful and honest. Can I ask a question? Over this quarantine, did the NBA get new refs? (laughs) Great question. Seriously, I didn't even – there was like half a dozen games. The the refs single-handedly turned into losses for the Suns. So, um, if if the NBA refs are still NBA refs, then basically this comes down to – the Suns are young. They're going to be bipolar. Do they have enough bipolar players on at the same time? So they'll need probably three of their top five. If Ubre is back, that is a wild card. Then they can probably weather it if they only have two on. But realistically, they're going to need three. Um, Rubio and Eat. Rubio and I need to have the gravity to open up quality shots. I mean, that, that's just that's just par for the course. Uh, if they're if they're hitting their uh, roles, if 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 Rubio is setting Aiton up uh, inside, that's going to create all sorts of gravity. Booker is going to be able to hit shots at a higher clip because he is better off pass and in transition. So depending on if uh, if Rubio is you know, hopefully not uh, too fat and happy, uh, then hopefully the Suns will have the, the half-court offense uh, they need to do some damage. Um, otherwise, if, if, if Aiton's off, 
if uh, he's more rookie on uh, defense than he is sophomore on defense, or uh, if 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 Ubre or Booker is having an off night, then realistically our next three are Baines, who you know, unless he's splashing six, seven, eight threes per game, he's probably not going to be uh, leading us too far. Mikhail uh, came on really strong towards the end. If Ubre is back, that obviously puts Mikhail back in a bit more of a role player. So can we count on him? Is he going to be uh, super healthy? Is he going to be athletic? Is he going to be instinctual? Ubre is best when he is just reacting, straight up reacting. So um, if he's not completely confident in the knee, uh, his presence might actually be a little bit of a downside. I say ultimately the layoff kills all. It kills every single team, um, including the opponents. So I have five wins with two close losses and or ref job losses. Um, <laughs> and as always, F. Kaminsky. So. Oh, <laughs> F for Frank. Right. <laughs> so, uh, I've got Booker going 47% over the first four and 37% over the last four as he starts to press because I do believe that as the, he allows the game to come to him, his efficiency just skyrockets. So if Rubio is right, uh, maybe that 47 can maintain in the 40s throughout the full eight. So my MVP after Booker, and this may come as a surprise from someone who at several points in his uh, yeah. since being drafted has been Johnny U of Aiton. Um, I'm going Rubio as the MVP after Booker because if Rubio is right, he makes many more players writer. So the book Suns are going to be so good that Rubio is going to outplay Aiton because Aiton's going to be incre incredible, right? Uh, Aiton's going to do everything that he, uh, you know, absolutely can. I'm not saying that uh, Rubio is going to be taking any sort of awards home, but I'm going to say on paper, on, you know, uh, you know on, on the court impact, uh, he's going to be passing. If, if he is right, He's going to be making quality passes. He's not going to be turning the ball over. He's going to be playing good on-ball defense. Um, he's going to be limiting uh, penetration, which is going to help Aiton uh, as far as positioning. Um, he is going to be setting up Aiton for, uh, you know, high-quality passes in the mid-range, you know, hopefully, hopefully beyond the mid-range. So it's not – um, you know, extended too far out. You know, if, if, if Aiton can catch it 12 feet on in, kind of moving towards the basket, you know, the statistics show he's hitting that shot about 75, you know, 70 to 75% of the time, um, you know, off an assist. So that's, that's something that's super incredible. If that, if that gravity is there, Booker's going to be feasting on open threes, hopefully Mikhail too, hopefully Oubre too. So. All right. And can right I can on, I man. can I can I comment on the very astute observation about the referees because fuck NBA referees, right? Amen. <laughs> yeah. We said yeah. that on our last podcast. Yeah, that's the only man. time we said yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And 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 I would I would check on the status of uh, you know officials and any turnover during the during the pandemic here, but they never return my DMs and be at NBA officials. So I don't know. why I can't believe they don't return your DMs. I'm very Next polite and gentle when I bring up points, but they, for some reason don't respond to me. Objection. I can come up with some even less likely people you can DM that won't respond to you if you need some help in that. All right. I, I don't know. I, okay. <laughs> never mind. I'm not going there. Okay. Hey, who do we got next? Let's see. I see Flex on there, but you're not up next. You just came in late, buddy. Wait, wait a couple minutes. Come on, man. It's like, 
It's like four in the he, morning there for him. I know. No kidding. <laughs> but he, can, he can do this. We know how long he can stay up. All right. <laughs> we got Max B. All what right, do you got Max. for us, man? Yeah, uh, sons. I, I, I have a question. Uh, so I, I, I didn't hear anybody else talk about it, and uh, I, I live on the opposite side, so I miss a lot of news. But uh, what's the plan with the home court advantage? Because I, I read some of the ideas, and none of them look Those are ridiculous real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I saw one that was like they're going to allow teams to bring their home court. Yeah, mm. I don't there's, think there's, there's, there's no way they're going to do anything. I I can't see them doing anything. Any I, I saw like yeah. adding a coach. Like uh, I mean, I guess okay if you really want an extra coach. Yeah, letting, hey, I just heard some co- some teams are going to subtract their coaches if they're over sixty five. I heard that. Yeah, letting. Yeah, uh, they're, they're, they're uh, I saw giving more players more fouls. Yeah, giving uh, one guy on your team a seventh foul. Yeah. Hey, dude, I'll give Aaron Baines an extra foul. <laughs> you, you think when Earl Watson heard about the coach thing, he started making phone calls? <laughs> <laughs> um, so to answer your question, Max, we have no idea. I don't think it'll be anything yeah. that takes away from the sanctity of the game because these players mm. and teams are going to want a true uh, close as possible champion. And if you change the rules in the game, that's never going to happen. Yeah, so, I mean, if you look at the schedule, I think, you know, all three of the Eastern Conference teams without Washington, they play are, like, within two games of each other, and it's the same thing in the West with Dallas and OKC. So, you know, if there is some kind of incentive to seeding, then I I think, you know, Suns maybe go two and six. Maybe they take a game from Clippers because they're going to be running, like, a cabin galley unit, like, just playing their bench, (laughs) and Washington is, I don't know, they – they got lucky last time. They uh, did get lucky last time, of course. The Suns didn't play poorly. Yeah, <laughs> uh, of course. Thomas O'Brien would. Hey, he had like fifteen Look, straight Ish makes. Smith, is yeah. that the Ish Smith game? Yeah. Uh, uh, I just remember it was the the no. The, it, oh yeah, it was Ish Smith. Wasn't it Ish? Ish had a great one, and then of course against the Denver or Detroit Pistons, uh, Brandon Knight kicked our ass. <laughs> yeah, all former Suns come back and have their their season high against <laughs> uh-huh. us. You know. Uh, but I mean, you know, if it's if it's just a wash and teams don't care, then yeah, of course, Suns have a good chance of going, you know, six six and two or whatever. All right, what do you got for Booker's three point? I uh, thirty two, thirty two. You think he's going to be tight, huh? Yeah, uh, he's been playing a lot of Call of Duty, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, just the honestly, sniper think, skills you know, are on point. Yeah, uh, I, I think he's pretty good at psyching himself out. So, you know, I think maybe a new setting, it might be awkward for him. We'll see. All right. Okay, and uh, who's the non-Booker MVP? Uh, it's. I think either way, the most valuable player besides Booker on the Suns is Oubre. So if he plays bad, if he plays good, I think he's the most valuable player no matter what. So if, like, someone mentioned a great point was that, like, playing in an empty crowd, if – if that messes with him, then yeah, I think you know he he's going to be the biggest difference maker. All right, there we go. We got lots of Ubre votes, Aiton votes, Rubio votes. Not a single. I don't think we actually got a Frank vote from anybody. We, we that was that's, that's my right? official. That's my official. No Sarge is it? It's Frank. Yeah, no Sarge. <laughs> no Sarge. Oh yeah, <laughs> we're missing somebody. <laughs> poor guy. Poor guy. <laughs> All right, who who else we we got to get through this before everybody falls asleep? Phil Clay. 
You've been waiting around, buddy. What do you got? All right, what's up, guys? Can you hear me? Yes, yeah. sir. Yep. So I, I'm feeling this optimism. I really am. I, uh, I don't think that the NBA is going to do a whole lot to like do, uh, do much with the home court advantage. So all these teams that are kind of set in stone in the playoffs, I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of incentive for them to play their starters big minutes, just kind of enough to get them out there and get them running around and get in shape. I think that's what all these games are going to be to those guys. So I'm feeling the optimism. I'm liking seven and one, and we split with Dallas. Wow. There we uh, go. We need that. That's yes. how you get in the playoffs. So um, yeah, I'm hoping, right? Why not? Why not be optimistic? <laughs> That's right. uh, book book will shoot around 35%. I think, I think that's about what he'll come in at for three point. I think he's going to, I think a lot of people are going to try to attack the rim. I don't know. I just think that being off for so long, it could, could get kind of, could it could get kind of tight down low. We'll see. They haven't even been able to shoot. Like unless you have your own basket, you know, right. there was a month or two there. They haven't been able to shoot. Right. That's well, and that kind of leads into my next thing. I think DeAndre Ayton is going to be just huge for them. I think if he plays well, they've got a really good shot to do well in this because just talent wise, I think he's he might have the most talent of anybody on the team, and just. God-given abilities, his size, his athleticism, and I mean the fact that he can do so much around the rim, and he's had games where he takes over on the offensive glass. It's, if he if he's engaged, I think he could be a, a real problem for people in this because I, I'm just yeah I think that people are going to come out tight. It's going to be hard to hit shots consistently, and if you have someone like Da who can play down low like that, it, it could swing things for them. So I'm just, I'm going to ride this optimism train. Right on, man. Hey, until they play any of these games, we might as well, right? I mean, the only time we get to be optimistic is before the games play. <laughs> <laughs> right on. No, okay. Nobody disagrees. Yeah. All right. I think all we got left. Yep, we are down to Flex. Flex from Jersey. You missed the entire show, but you're going to come in here. So we've got. What are the Suns' record? Two hours. What's the yeah? No shit. What's the record going to be in the in the run up to the playoffs? What's Booker's three point percent? And who's the non Booker MVP? Go. All right, guys. Sorry, sorry for the delay, man. I had the 18th birthday with the kid. So um, hey, look, that uh, takes precedence over us. I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> hey, I, now the I love 17th you guys. birthday, no, but the 18th birthday, that's important. Yeah, 18 is important, man. We had a nice little get together with family, man. It's but, uh, uh, it's my wife's birthday, in and I'm sitting in here. So, is that is hey, that yeah, for right real? On. <laughs> She's in the other room. Guys, she's sleeping <laughs> on my couch tonight. Wait, was yeah. that her? Was that her birthday present to get away from you? <laughs> yeah, she she's okay with it. <laughs> I, I was just I was just gonna say, man. I've been married for 11, 11 years, and I'm pretty sure that's exactly what my wife. Dude, wanted. you don't even know how many years you've been married. Oh, Four years. Uh, it's dude. It's COVID, man. Jeez. <laughs> Sorry, Flex. Go ahead. Nah, no, nah, all good, man. I love listening to y'all, man. All right, so um, uh, record. You said right. Um, I'm yeah. I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking six and two, man. Um, all right. I think they'll split one. They'll, they'll split the Dallas, and uh, I'll probably say the Clipper game uh, might be tough, but um, I'm thinking six and two. Although, although uh, 
I don't know, man. I, I don't know if anybody has said the uh, the infamous eight and zero yet. Um, I didn't hear. Yeah, we did. We got eight and zero right there, Jason Archer. I, <laughs> yes, I, sir. I, I, I'll tell you what. Um, I I think six and two, but um, I'm 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 feeling like this team has got a chip on their shoulder. I, I'm feeling like it's almost like, you know. You, you bury six feet deep, you got the dirt on you, and then somebody gave you a chance to dig out the hole. So I got a feeling they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna approach this uh if if everybody plays and uh and 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 we come with that chip on our shoulder, man. Anything's possible. It's Disney World, right? So um Disney World. <laughs> Happiest place on earth. Anything's possible, man. So uh we get we get Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck and everybody involved and the Suns can go eight and no, man. But <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm thinking six and two, man. Um I actually, I actually think um, Book is going to be sharper than, than some might think, man. Um, I know he's been shooting a lot. He's been doing some stuff, and uh, I, I think he's going to shoot about maybe. I, I'm, I'm going to say about 38 percent. That's, that's what I'm going 38. with. 38. Yeah, I think he's going to be a little sharper than some people think. I think Book is going to go out there on a national stage and um, want to show people that uh, this All Star thing wasn't a fluke. He shouldn't have been a replacement. And I think this is the perfect stage for him to do something like that. So um, I, I, I really feel like uh, we're going to see prime book. Um, and, and my only worry with the Suns right now is, you know, and this is with everybody, with the time off, um, you hope that there's not some, you know, tic-tac injury or something like that. You know, you got hammies and stuff like that. Um, but um, if, if, they can, if they can stay together and everyone plays, I'm a little worried about Kelly. Um, I'm, I'm hoping Kelly is all in, but I, I am a little concerned if you know how much Kelly's going to play. But again, six and two, thirty-eight percent, and non non Booker MVP has got to be my boy, uh, my boy Da. Man, I think I think Da is going to go in there, and uh, and same thing with Book, man. I mean, I think it's it's going to be very interesting to see Book and Aiton prime time in front of everybody um, with with the stages as high as it's going to be. I think there's a coming out party for them, man. Win, lose, or draw. Listen, I, I'm not so worried about playoffs, but I think that these eight games could be uh, significantly important for the momentum going into next season. And I think I totally that's the, agree with that. I think that's the approach that I I think that uh, is 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 the main thing. Um, if you don't make the playoffs, you don't make the playoffs. Chances are we're not. But if you go out there and you go seven and one or eight and zero. Oh, um, I think you, you, you put people on notice and, 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 and that's the message we want. I think we want to say, Hey, you know, we got invited. Uh, it wasn't a fluke. We had a lot of injuries and suspensions, but I think this is a time to let people know, Hey, when we're healthy and, uh, when things are in order, we're much better than the record indicates. So, um, I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm super, super pumped to see Booker and Aiden on a prime time stage. And I think this could be their coming out party, man. This, this could be. Um, something that we're talking about next year as the beginning of, um, you know, quote unquote, that, that, you know, turning that corner and, and becoming a legitimate um, team that, uh, you know, teams are no longer going to look at as just a little speed bump. You know what I mean? It's, the Suns, uh, they got a chance to do something here. So that's what I'm more intrigued with. I'm more intrigued with how they play and how they end the, end the season going into next year. Hey man, you know what? I'm, uh, this is only a warm take. It's not even a hot take, but <clears throat> if the Suns go three and five or four and four against all playoff level competition, mm-hmm. 
that will even be their coming out party as a playoff contender for next year. I don't think they have to go with a great record because they're going to have some heartbreaking losses. They're going to have some losses where other teams just play better. And um, right. I think even a three and five, four and four is a huge good showing. Oh, and eight, Absolutely. one and seven is not, but a three and five, four and four is good. Real good. It, it, here's my thing, guys. Do you think, um, and, and, and I, I've been thinking about this all day. Um, I think how we come out is gonna, is gonna tell a lot. I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm more of the, uh, this is just my thinking, but you know, I can see a scenario where if we come out flat, and, and, you know, we, we don't start off as, as strong as we want to. I can see a scenario where, you know, let's say we go 0-3. Um, I can see a scenario where they start sitting guys. And, yeah, oh, and yeah. a guy like oh, yeah. Kelly gets You're some right. rest and, and Book gets some rest. So I think the first two or three games is going to speak volumes as to how we're going to approach the entire eight. But I tell you what, man, um, if, if, we, if we win the first two or three, man, watch out because um, – well, you know what's I, interesting is what were the first three games? Two were Dallas, and the other was who? Clips. Clippers, I think. Oh, Clippers, shit. yeah. yeah. So and I tell you what, all they got to do is win one of those, and they'll still play. I mean, they're, they're going to get a little disappointed because obviously two losses and you're kind of out, but um, that's tough. But any good games against Dallas, they play well against Dallas. So mm-hmm. I think one and two, two and one out of those first three games is, is absolutely necessary. But you're right, Flex. If they go 0-3, everyone's going to sit and then we're going to see a lot of Ty Jerome. <laughs> <laughs> Give me more Elia Kobo. You know, dude, you know, what's really disappointing is we're going to see Elia too Kobo. much of Elia Kobo, no matter what their record is. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Hey, hey, who knows? Maybe Monty's done a little thinking about it over the time and maybe he's finally come to his senses about Ellie. God, I hope so. All right, now we're going to rotate back to our hosts. You guys, we haven't, we haven't let ourselves talk and make – well, I have, but you guys <laughs> haven't talked, made predictions. Let's, let's circle all the way back and get our hosts going here. So, Matthew, what do you got for your predictions? Nope, you're on mute. Can't hear you. All this time. Nah, I got you guys. <laughs> it's so annoying, right? Um, dude, I was up all night with these questions. I just so I think the Suns. You mean the, the questions we texted around ago. like four hours ago? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very stressful. Put together uh, a whole spreadsheet. You clearly don't know how we run our podcast. Yeah. Usually John just cat. John just writes a script for me and I just read it the whole podcast. So <laughs> how Paul's um, done a podcast for like three years, and he's the only one out of fifty people on this podcast that sounds like he's at the other end of a tunnel. Uh, uh, I'm on my work laptop. That's, that's what happens. that's what happens when I'm not around. Paul Paul just goes awry. He doesn't know what's going on. Hey Just, I'm I'm digging that background, Justin, man. I love it, bro. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on the Aiden train, that. baby. Yeah, All right, you that? I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting a little bored hey, over hey, here. Hey, <laughs> oh, that's fine. Hey, hey, real quick, guys. By the way, that that fifty that fifty thousand to one is interesting. I'm dropping a hundo on that. I was just saying, and, put uh, ten bucks down. <laughs> yeah, that's all you got to put down. Ten bucks. I, I'm right. putting a hundred. I'm putting a hundred okay. down, and if I hit, you guys are gonna all get uh, steak dinners. <laughs> right. Wow! What are you gonna ship it to us? It's yeah, it's like you have it delivered. Hey, no, nah, man, cash app, man. I send it all to give cash me your cash app, and, and yeah. y'all go have. You fun, know, steak man. is expensive in Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's so at least one hundred fifty. All right, no, 
Uh, what do you got, Matthew? Uh, so I think they're going to go four and four. Uh, they're going to win four, lose four, just in case you didn't oh, know. Okay, that's how that translates. And then uh, <laughs> Booker is going to shoot 40%. He'll shoot four for 10. So he's going to be 40%. <laughs> and then I also got, what was the last question? MVP. Oh, oh MVP. One? MVP. I'm going to go Javon Carter. Oh, and, it's gonna, and it's going to suck, too, because <laughs> what's going to happen is we're going to have Elio Kobo be the first one to come off the bench. We're like, oh, oh, here we man. go again. Same stuff. And then, but I think Javon's going to get a lot of, a lot of minutes. He's going to be the MVP. Hot Ooh, takes. Sons are going to go one Matthew. and seven if Javon is the MVP. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, wait. <laughs> Why would you say four, four and four? four? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, sorry, it was a late night, so I forgot. <laughs> Give me steak. I love it, Rick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and just just to to clarify the odds I, I i my my gambling friend was just looking at this and he texted me um the suns are plus twenty five thousand or plus twenty thousand depending on where you're looking so for what it's worth you got to put you put down a hundred bucks and they uh, make the playoffs twenty five grand so oh all right we're all God. gonna have to put some money we all have to t- yeah damn yeah we got to all right, uh, who we got next? Let's go with Paul next. Is this better, Dave? No, no it's much worse. <laughs> <laughs> much worse. Are you in a toilet? What's going on? <laughs> That's why he's got the background there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I actually have my regular uh, my mic plugged in, but nobody told me that it wasn't working. I didn't even know. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. What's up? Um, we sp- we're not your keeper, Paul. God. <laughs> I can't hear myself. <laughs> I sound like myself in the room. Um, <laughs> I sound like myself in my head. <laughs> yeah. It's loud and annoying. <laughs> but anyway. Um, no comment. I, I kind of find it funny that nobody's really brought up at all is like, it's, it's so going to be like, who's going to get affected by COVID? Like, seriously, that's going to happen. There's no way we're going to avoid that. Somebody's going to get sick. Somebody's going to lose potentially, like, a star player for, like, you know. Every Suns opponent, man, that's who's going to get hit. Yeah. <laughs> every one of the star players on every other team is going to lose all their guys, and the Suns are going to stay healthy. Yeah, I mean, Suns, Suns are young. So. And I'm putting 200 <laughs> down, and then I'm not putting 200 down. <laughs> it's going to be weird when somebody goes – I mean – yeah, there's always there's the issue of dude. Like, he different. left, but we had we had the Orlando guy on here. Yeah, he could be the linchpin to all of this. He <laughs> could be the one. Who- yes, <laughs> John John from Orlando. John from Orlando. Where'd he go? Oh, Bloomer, look at this. Love it. Hey, is, is John is is John is John from Orlando gonna deliver the pizza to the rooms like they did? The yeah, we're gonna do that. We're gonna we're, gonna have, we're just gonna breathe heavy on people. Hey, so hey, so so Bloomer's Bloomer's video has been off for like the past like forty five minutes, and I can only assume it's because this. he was looking for this. Yeah, no, he drew it. Drew it. I'm trying to unmute no, you, Bloomer. Is, is well now he's now I can't see him. All right, Paul, back to you. But, but yeah, anyway, I, I just think that that's a, just an interesting wrinkle that um, yeah, would it would just be really interesting to see how that unfolds. Um, but um, ir- regardless of that, assuming everything's great and everybody stays healthy, I I'm gonna be 
with Matt, and I'm probably going to say four and four. I think I think the Sun, which is which is an this improvement. This is why I did YouTube Suns. first. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> an improvement for the Suns. I mean, the Suns are at like what a 33% win percentage right now. So to be oh, five, it's better than that. You're right, it's better than that, but it's forty. Still, okay, so to be five hundred over the course of it, I mean that that's that's an improvement for the Suns. And then with like this shortened season, I hope that they kind of stay kind of stay together, stay around the facility, and kind of be able to continue to build on that momentum. Because like you know when you got like the draft and then free agency and then the season, it's like might might as well just kind of roll roll right into it and just keep building that camaraderie. So hopefully next season will be even better, even if they don't, you know, end on a super, you know, but um, book, I think I like 39. I think 39 is a good uh, percentage for him from three for these eight games. And assuming he doesn't get sat early, um, actually that might even help that number. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You got 39. Um, And, MVP not named Devin Booker. I was gonna say Baines, but if Baines is the MVP, it means Aiton's not playing, which is a bad move. Um, so I'm gonna. I, I like I like Mikhail. I think Mikhail. He's gonna be a night. It's gonna be an MVP in the sense that he just he does all the little things. Well, he'll that be the fans' MVP, is what cool. you're saying. I'm sorry. He'll be the fans MVP, Suns fans MVP. Yeah, well, he's gonna yeah, he's gonna cover up all the holes and and like yeah. make the work. I like that. Yeah. All you know right. Like about you know what I like about that pause that you know when when you got these layoffs like this, your defense always uh you know come you know offense might be a little rusty, but defense travels, man. So a guy like Mikel with the defense, um, that that that's that's pretty intriguing. Let's just hope he didn't learn how to shoot a different way again. In this he learned how to shoot. A I think lot he on, admired uh, Lonzo Ball's shot for a long time, but I'm not <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right, uh, who we got next? We got Darth Voida, John. What's going on, everybody? Hi, how you doing? Uh, this is a again the fact that we have NBA <laughs> basketball radio host. Hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Uh, hey, baby. John John Bloom <laughs> is my hero. He, he, you know, you know, Voida has the most radio voice of any of. He does, of, of doesn't us. he? Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. Paul, Paul, Paul I don't Paul hear it. Has the least. I don't hear it. Paul's uh, got the least. Yep. Voida's well, got the best. Well, remember, I work in hospitality. I'm the fun director, so. I put the F you in fun, right, Justin? That's that's what you do, my friend. Yes, sir. And I'm back and I'm working again. Thank you very little. So, again, the fact that we have basketball going on and the Suns are included to me is still – I mean, there was – have you guys ever seen uh, the show Community? Has anyone seen that? Raise your hand. Okay, okay. It's on Netflix right now. In about season three, they have this one episode where they do six different timelines. And I actually did an article on Brightside about like, you know, the darkest timeline. The darkest timeline seems like it was every timeline except for the one that we're experiencing right now. In every timeline, every version of the season coming back, the Suns weren't included. And in this timeline, somehow, some way, we actually get some more Suns basketball. So, of course, that's exciting. But it's just as exciting as like when you draft your fantasy football team and you look at your roster and you're like, part of my Francais, Ellie Kobo, fuck yeah, I'm going to dominate this season. <laughs> then the season happens, 
And yeah, I see you, Jason. You're going eight. No, I'm, I'm going to say three and five. I'm going to take your two hands and I'm say the Suns are going to go three and five. And to Dave's point, it's three and five still a success story for this team, considering that they're going to go against such fantastic uh, opposition. I think that Devin Booker playing in this environment around his peers and not the fans yelling at him, which I'm guilty of doing sometimes at games, you know, he's going to have uh, an opportunity to excel but I don't think that he's going to be as lights out as, as we all hope. I think 30% is where he's going to end up. And, you know, kind of like to what Flex said, you know, some of these guys are going to be rusty. And I think that Devin Booker is going to be one of those guys who's going to be rusty. I mean, he's been hanging out with the Jenner clan for the past couple months. So we don't know how exactly he's going to perform, you know, on the court. And, uh, you know, going from there, I think that uh, the MVP is going to be Ricky Rubio. You know, Aiton's got to be the MVP. If we, do, if we want to be better than three and five, it's got to be Aiden. But I think Ricky Rubio is going to be the one guy who's going to come out and he's going to play uh, just stellar basketball. You know, Papa Ricky Rubio rocking that man bum. Maybe a little maybe a little uh, dad bod beer belly. We don't know he can, yet. He can pull that off, though, I feel like. I feel like he's the only player that would pull off the dad bod, right? Yeah, because he's the only guy who can pull off the man bun successfully. Like, Baines, yeah. it's kind of when he kind of buns it up in the back. Yeah. But I'm not fully No, that was awful. That was yeah. so bad. I like I I I, but Papa Ricky, it's like you you just accept it. You know he looks he looks like like you know have you ever gotten your oil changed? It looks like Ricky Rubio is oh. the guy who gets your oil changed. He looks like he works down at like uh, the hardware store. You know <laughs> yeah. he's got this kind of that look to him. He's got the beard, the man bun. Nobody. <laughs> no, yeah. I just I never get my oil changed, so I don't know what you're talking about. And yeah, that's true. It's not good for your vehicle. Trust yeah. me, I know. <laughs> Especially in that good old-fashioned Arizona heat. Which, by the way, side note, have you noticed, for those of you who live in Arizona, 2020 is so jacked up this year that it's been 110 for a week here, and no one you talk to is bitching about it. I haven't left my house. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> well, I'm working outside now, and I'm like, it's 110, and nobody cares. I don't, I don't know what the weather's like. It's 110 hot as hell. nothing. Nothing. Yeah, it, we call that warm, right? Dave got himself kicked out, so you got to let him back in. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so now when he comes back, we should uh, stop talking about him. Okay. Oh, yeah. he, he didn't hear that yet. <laughs> and go. Now we can yeah. stop talking about him. Yeah. Oh, he's muted, too. <laughs> so I mean, that's I my know. take. That's why I hate Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't miss anything, did I? That was just, just all of my points. <laughs> just everything I said, Dave. But other than that, you know, we're good. And in the, Man, in the uh, comments on Brightside. Are you serious? The right I'm going to have to actually, yeah, no shit. I'm going to have to actually listen to two hours of podcast to hear John Boyd's points. Yes. And yes. they're magical. I called Ricky Rubio a, uh, a mechanic. And uh, <laughs> I, I finally mentioned, mentioned the Jenner thing with uh uh Devin Booker so I mean I hit a lot of really good topics you hit a and, lot of great points shit yes well, you know and what three and five though, I went so three and five though, I hear you enough I don't need to hear anymore yeah this is you true can, you can blog about it <laughs> oh. so let's go to let's go to Mr. Eight No over there uh Justin all right okay this is this is this is easy and I'm I'm not going to be long-winded I'm gonna be quick about this eight and no obviously if anybody knows me they know I'm gonna say eight and no secondly Devin Booker 
47.9% from three-point range. I'll take, I thank you, it. Flex. Thank you, Flex. <laughs> and lastly, Hold on, MVP. I'm writing this down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. point You don't need to write it down. Like, why write it down? You'll just be able to see it when it all happens. That's, that's it. <laughs> and sustained, lastly, sustained. MVP, <laughs> ipso facto, um, MVP, DeAndre Ayton. Obviously, probably go for like twenty-seven and thirteen. I'll say in in those at least at least what twenty-four games that the Suns will have to play, you know, to get to the title. So Justin, they're going to be eight and zero. Eight and zero. Eight and zero. But 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 ultimately they'll be twenty twenty-four and three. I'll say. Okay. (laughs) Those damn Lakers. Those damn. All right. Wow. Well, there you hey, go. Hey, we wait. We we save the optimism. I haven't gone yet. Oh, we don't oh, care I, about you, Dave. That's why. Yeah, I feel like I should have closed that out just so everyone can go out on a very very high note before it all comes crashing down. Crashing down from Dave, fifty-six exactly. days. But you know what? Until then, again, eight and zero. Well, seven point nine. 24 and three actually, and DeAndre in twenty-seven and thirteen. Is that what I said? I don't remember. Yeah, you did. Sure. Something like that. That was good. Yeah, we wrote it all down, man. I don't know. I wrote it down. (laughs) All right, let's see. Well, I am going to say a very optimistic. Dun dun dun. Let me think. I got. We got the schedule. Two and six. (laughs) Have you not read? (laughs) He muted himself. (laughs) <laughs> no i totally did i totally did that oh. I, I could, I, <laughs> you oh fuck you <laughs> wheels are off go on dave wheels i won't do it again off. i promise no i, yeah. ha- I have not read that, that, that. <laughs> <laughs> all right <clears throat> okay so i think a very optimistic prediction is going to be six and two love it Six and two, and um, Aiton is going to be the non-Booker MVP, um, although somebody else is going to get more headlines. I just know he's not going to be the one who, um, who gets all the headlines. He's probably going to get more negative than, than positive press, but he is going to be the second most important player on that team. Ricky Rubio is the dude who's going to make everything Oh. Uh, yeah, Justin, you just went to the beach. Good job. I'm so comfortable with my prediction. I'm just chilling on the beach now. I'm uh, chilling on the Bahamian Baha- beaches. About to join you, Josh. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> That's right. Um, I think Aiden's going to be that, that secondary MVP. I think Ricky Rubio is going to be the steady force. He's going to have a couple of, uh, of those 10-plus assists and one or fewer turnover games because he's going to be rested. He's going to have enough strength to make his threes. Um, so he's not going to be all tired that way either. And I think it's going to be really fun. I think it's going to be a really fun run. This is going to be Booker's best, uh, most important games of his career. And I think he is going to step up. I do like what people were saying that he's going to, he's going to come out hot and then he's going to get, uh, he's going to cool off a little bit. And, um, uh, that's going to be tough. He's not Dame Lillard. That's for sure. He's not going to make every shot and every clutch spot but dame lillard wasn't that until he was in the playoffs for a few years so i think i think we're going to see a fun suns team and we're going to feel really good about next season and the greatest thing about this is that when the when the playoffs are over the next season training camp starts in a few weeks we don't even have to wait we got draft we got free agency and we got training camp and we got we got a year straight of this man this is going to be great 
Oh yes. man, this is heaven, bro. This is this is gonna this is gonna be exciting, man. This is hey, gonna by, be by the, the way, best, guys, the hottest stretch of games the Suns have had in ten years. Mm-hmm. No doubt. And and by the way, guys, I'm gonna be pretty cryptic about this, but uh, you know our owner has a big ass court in his house, right? Yeah. Yup. That's all I'm gonna say. Yup. <laughs> Are you saying I, some players may have practiced shooting over there, or just Robert Sarver is gonna join the team? Which Robert Sarver is <laughs> so good at basketball now. That man can do no wrong. Was that too much? Was I'm, that I'm was saying, that too much? I'm, I'm, I'm saying that big ass. I'm saying that big ass court that Robert Sarver has. It was it was used well. Well, but if <laughs> but if it's big, if it's bigger than an NBA court, then these guys are gonna be all screwed up, man. Now he's got it. He's got the actual. He's got the act. You, you know he's got the actual like all. Yeah, the all star court. He's got the all star yeah. floor from what year was that? Um, <clears throat> Oh nine, ten. Yeah, that's the the year Shaq. Yeah, uh, Shaq shared the MVP. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I like how um, Dave goes to it's a different sized court, like Canadian football being a different size yeah, field. Yeah. Like, he's got that big ass court. Booker's been practicing thirty five footers, man. He's gonna make them. The rim is eight feet tall for Sarver. Confirm <laughs> 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 that they're expanding roster. All right, hey, what what'd you say, Paul? Is it confirmed? What did you say in your wind tunnel? <laughs> <laughs> say again. I know, literally nobody can hear you. What'd you say? Is it confirmed they're expanding rosters? I have not heard anything about expanded rosters. I think you're going to try to stay as pure as possible. But you're right with the big COVID concerns. You can't. But who are they going to expand to? Unless you can draft Me. players from the other eight teams, <laughs> wouldn't that be awesome? Drafting, you know, eh, uh, somebody's gonna take Trey Young, you know. Yeah, that would be that'd Steph be great. Curry. Steph Curry, he was yeah. healthy, he was ready to come back. Yeah, we're the twenty-first seed. All right, we get the second overall pick. <laughs> whoop, whoop. We'll fuck it up. <laughs> we will take Clay Thompson. <laughs> fuck it up. I tell you, we'll take, we'll I take t- Kevin Durant, who's not even gonna play. Yeah, exactly. hey, hey, why don't hey, why don't we do this? Because I think we've gone through all the, we've gone through the questions. Everyone's gotten to speak, right? Yeah, yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, let's cut off the pod part. If y'all want to stick around, I know Flex will be here for at least seven more hours. <laughs> so let, let's all stick around. I'm gonna stop recording this. I'll, I'll say the people that were listening, who are probably the people that were on this pod too. <laughs> thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you everybody else for coming out. Quote unquote. Great. It was it's fun, awesome. Dave. Hey, Dave, do you have a total count? Of how many Dave, people in here? Uh, we got up to like I don't have a total count. Forty something. We got up to forty something at once. It's awesome. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll see if I can figure that out. I'll look at the recording and just watch the little ticker and count people. Um, but <laughs> Dave, thanks for hosting. Justin, that's me. Thank you for making sure there was zero porn this time around. Zero <laughs> porn. You're the real. You're the real hero, Justin. Porn. <laughs> to, to most, not to all. I know some people were kind of disappointed by that. Paul. I love you. John, your voice is beautiful. Matthew, I can't believe we fell for that, like, you were muted thing. Um, Isn't that with, crazy? <laughs> oh, my God. With, with that, I'll stop recording, and we can all hang out, and I'll unmute everybody, too. <laughs>